Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me. Happy Tuesday. It is the day after Christmas. Whoa, that dude needs his lights turned on. You're going to kill somebody. Ay, ay, ay. Bro's out here driving in the fog with no headlights on. Absolute retard. Every day. Every day I'm on with you guys. I think it's, um, I was talking about this with my dad and my mom. Because they were talking about all the stupid stuff they saw on the road on their way here Friday. And, um, you know, and then I get hit by some old dude. It's just, I think that the vaccine is rotting people's brains. I really do. I think that it's 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 having an effect on, and, you know, it could be a host of things. I, maybe the vaccine just expedited the process. You got fluoride in the tap water, seed oils. And, you know, what's interesting is how people will defend these things. Like, if you say that fluoride is bad, which it, I don't know, uh, it's you'll have people vehemently defend fluoride. If you say seed oils are bad, you will have people vehemently defend seed oils. Um, people don't want to hear that the things that they've been doing their whole life are wrong and bad for them. And it's funny because the person will sit there across from you with IBS, eczema, fat, gross skin, acne, greasy, and just just uh, mental and emotional problems, and they'll sit there across from you and say that there's nothing wrong with what they're doing. What the doctor said, the, the, the science said, no, I read an article that said seed oils are good for you, and it just, they'll keep shoving this sludge down their fat, sticky throats, and they'll just go on to live a life all pimply and dry skin and just all crusty and fat <laughs> and just it's because it's normal now it's like normal to have like horrific bowel movements once every three days it's normal now to have a bunch of skin issues it's normal now to be on a bunch of medications right hold on so great example um behind this lady in scrubs uh, at the gas station. And so she's in the health care field, the health, whatever you want to call it, blue scrubs. I don't know. You know she could be a CNA. She could be our, you know, who knows what she is. And she's probably about 80 pounds overweight <clears throat> at least. And what's she getting for breakfast? A sugary energy drink, checks mix, and, uh, like a ho-ho thing. I'm like, <laughs> it's just, you know, I don't know, man. And, and this is somebody that's in healthcare. You know what I mean? So she's going to go. I feel like if you're in healthcare, <clears throat> you have a responsibility. Like, I would never, I, I don't go to the doctor, first off. And if I had to, I wouldn't be going to a fat doctor. How can I trust you to help me with what I'm dealing with if you don't even take care of yourself? You know what I'm saying? How is that? It's not good. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's just uh, it's it's systemic at this point, and uh, I don't want to rip on people for being giant fat asses all day, but I, I kind of do because we got New Year's coming up. We got New Year's coming up. Sorry, I'm eating on the podcast. I know. And 
um, you're gonna. I, this is how I. This is how I would look at it. I was to uh, on Christmas Eve. I had a little time. Everybody was doing stuff. Um, they were out of that. I don't think mom and dad were. Um, oh, at a church service with my little brother. Ada was having a rough time, so we just we weren't able to go. Unfortunately, I got back to the gym and I had some time for myself. I think my wife was my wife was sleeping. Yeah, that's right. She was napping, and uh, Ada was napping. And I started going through my phone uh, a year ago, you know, December a year ago, towards the end of the year. And I tried to get a feel for and remember and recall and paint a picture and build back together what my life looked like at this time last year. And, you know, where I was mentally, where I was spiritually, where I was physically, and I could confidently, confidently say that I am better, significantly better in every area of my life. You know, take my physical fitness, for example. I was benching 315 for four to five reps. Now I could probably, who knows how many times I could bench 315 for, you know. Um, I just, you know, my body now looks better. I'm significantly stronger. The biggest thing were my deadlifts and my squats. I think my max squat at the time was right around 415. Now it's 515. So I put 100 pounds on my squat in a year. Less than a year because I was hitting that three months ago. Um, my deadlift, I was struggling with 405 for three reps. Now I, I could rep 405 probably 15 times. You know, and uh, I was just looking at it. I was getting a feel for where I was emotionally. You know, I was drinking a little bit too much last year around the holidays. I haven't drank at all this year this month I should say um, I looked at where I was at spiritually I'm definitely more dialed in spiritually than I was last year um, I'm a dad now my first Christmas is a dad so I was able to look back on last year and compare it to this year and I would encourage you to do the same I would encourage you to do the same because the last thing that you want is to be in the same damn situation a year from now that you are in right now. You should be getting better in every area of your life. You should be getting better in every area of your life. Because if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And the world doesn't need people to get worse this year. The problem with the world and the reason why the world is falling apart <clears throat> is because there are far more people getting worse every year than there are people getting better. There are far more people getting worse every year than there are people getting better. And that is why the world... And here's the thing. We don't need an equal ratio. We don't need one person getting better for every person getting worse. I believe that one person getting better can handle three people getting worse. In other words, that one person getting better has more of an impact than three, two, one, two, three people getting worse. The problem is it's like 50 to one. It's probably 50,000 to one. It's probably 500,000 to one. 
So few people get up every day with the resolve to be better than they were yesterday. So few people get up every week that improve week to week, month to month, quarter to quarter, year to year. So few people. So we're fighting this, and I think maybe one person getting better could beat 50 people not getting better. But the problem is, like I said, it's probably 500,001 right now. It's a huge uphill battle. Huge. Because people don't want to get better. People sit on their ass in decay. People are, if you could see, I wish I had a pair of glasses that you could put on to see where that person is like maybe you could put the glasses on and they'd either be shining gold or they'd be decaying and rotten based on what they've done over the last last 90 days and if people could see themselves the way I see them see it's why I feel I feel like I have a gift I feel like I can look at somebody like with those special pair of glasses and I can tell right away when somebody's rotting from the inside out and when somebody's doing what they should be doing. I can tell right away. I've. This is why you can't... I remember when I was in the life insurance gig, you know, this, this kid came up to me one time that I coached pretty harshly because he asked me to. And I can remember him saying to me, he's like, dude, there's no lying to you. It's like, you always know when I'm on... We used to call it mind, body, spirit. He's like, you always know when I'm on my mind, body, and spirit. And when I'm not, when I'm lying to you, because I could tell. You've been going to the gym, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Okay. You've been hitting your scripture every morning, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, every day. It's like I could smell the stink on you. You're full of shit. I could smell it on you. I could just tell. I Even with people I've never met before, I could look right into somebody's eyes. And I know exactly where they're at. I have this ability to perceive in people, and I'm not just, I'm not being egotistical, I'm just, this is a fact, and I think you can, I think you can refine this ability, I think it's a very important ability to have, but I can see in people's eyes, it's like, oh, you know, people always talk about, you know, how I make very intense eye contact with people, and people often get very uncomfortable around me. Um, and that's because I can see into your soul. You can't hide from me. <laughs> I know exactly what's going on. Say so you can't lie to me. You can't. And here's the thing. I let people lie to me all the time. I let it happen. Oh, really? Oh, 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 I had no idea. You know, I just, uh, every day of my life, because you have to pick and choose your battles. You have to pick and choose your battles. Every day somebody lies to me. Every single day. And it's not every day that I call them out on it. I just file it away. I've got a great filing cabinet system in my brain. Okay. All right. So 1226 is when uh, so-and-so told me that they blah, 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 blah. I know they're full of shit. Let's file that away. You know what I mean? And the problem with me is, is that if you get me angry, <laughs> I'm able to pull that filing cabinet out, sort by your name and date. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, really? Here, here, let me go through a list. Yeah, on this day I knew you were full of shit. This day I knew you were lying to me. This day I knew you were lying to me and yourself. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think, uh, I don't know what the point of this is, but I, I'm just, I'm very perceptive. And I think you can hone your perception. 
I think it's a little bit of something, you know, maybe it's Maybelline, maybe he's born with it. Um, <laughs> or I think you can also refine your ability to perceive. And how do you refine your ability to perceive? It's, it's very simple. It's watching and listening. Many people do not watch and many people do not listen because you have to you have to get out of your own stream of consciousness, right? So like when I look deeply into somebody's eyes, imagine my stream of consciousness is what it, a river flowing, right? It's just a river flowing and I'm ripping down that river in a raft in my own the hell was that? My car's making weird noises. Sounds like it's drinking water. Um, that's not good. Uh, watch me go down two cars in one week. That would... Uh, I'd do something drastic. But imagine I'm in my river, and I'm flying down my river in a raft. Well, most people can't even get out of their raft. People with high levels of perception are able to get off their raft and stand on the riverbank of the other person. So the other person is a river flowing concurrently to mine. So I get out and I step up onto the riverbank and I climb up over down to your riverbank and I'm looking. And then if I really want to get into what's going on in your head, I'll step into your river. And most people don't have the ability to. And again, there's nothing special about me. This is just an intentional thing that I've done over the past decade and a half because I used to be foolish when it came to people. I used to believe everything, every so take it from me guys. This isn't me saying, oh, I'm some kind of savant. I've always been <clears throat> extremely intelligent, but I was also naive is the word. I was very naive because I grew up with good parents and a good household and a decent school and a small neighborhood and you just, oh, nobody would ever betray me. I've never... Nobody would ever stab me in the back. Nobody would ever falsely blah, blah, blah. Nobody would ever do this. Nobody would ever do that. And then you get out into the real world. And you're like, holy smokes, everybody sucks. Oh my goodness, people usually do lie for no reason, oftentimes. Wow, people are extremely self-serving. Not everybody's like my mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I used to be very very naive very easily manipulated well that's come to a very harsh <laughs> and if you've ever thought you've manipulated me I'm already 10 steps ahead of you sometimes that's what you need sometimes you need to let people think that they can control you you know what I mean sometimes you need to let them believe that sometimes you need to let people believe that they have power over you because if they believe that, they take their eyes off of you. And then whammo! Sword right to the liver. <clears throat> no, just kidding. Sort of. Um, but seriously. It took years for me to realize, man, people are just generally not good. So I can either sit here and complain about it. I can get upset about it. I can get butthurt about it. Or... I can use it to my advantage. You, listen, listener, male, female, whatever you are, young, old, I want, I want to teach you something. You can either complain about it or you can use it for your own 
I don't want to say it's, it's kind of Machiavellian what I want to say, but you can either complain about something or you can use it for your own benefit. And instead of sitting around and digging a hole in the ground with a little cabin and living out in the middle of the woods to avoid people because they're bad, why don't we use people's badness to make money? <laughs> why don't we use people's uh, less desirable personality traits to build business? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you manipulate people or do things that are unethical or immoral by any means whatsoever. But you can find ways to make money. You can find ways. I mean, some of the some of the just the best businessmen in the world are the ones that understand human nature. The best traders in the world are the ones that understand human nature. And it doesn't mean that you have to be unethical, like I said before. I sleep very well every night knowing that all of my businesses now are ethical and moral and they're just good. You know what I mean? I don't have to feel bad about anything that I do. And you sleep really, really well. I sleep through the night now. Which is not its not normal. I sleep through the whole damn night now. I get 9, 10 hours of sleep every night. Because I feel good about what I do. But I still absolutely use people. And it's not a bad... People get such a bad... They start to bristle up when you say that. Oh, oh God, that's horrible. You know, when I coach somebody and take money from them, I'm using them. Right? But what am I doing? I'm making them a better person. By the time they're done with me, they're going to be a better father. They're going to be a better husband. They're going to be better physically. They're going to be better better mentally, spiritually, emotionally. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take money from that person. Then I'm also going to turn around and use their testimony to attract more clients, right? There's, that's using a person. Is it wrong? No. There was an ex- The only time it's wrong... What do they talk about? A unilateral contract or something like that? The only time it's wrong. Now here's like, and here's the thing: people will get all upset when you use that frame, the phrase "using people," not realizing that they're used every single day by mega corporations that don't give a shit. They, you could be boiled alive tomorrow and served to a tribe of Africans, and this, you think Nabisco gives a shit about you? You know what I mean? At least I care. You know what I'm saying? At least I care about you. I don't want you to get boiled alive. I'll pull you out. You know what I mean? I think the CEO of Nabisco wouldn't even spit in your direction. Wouldn't spit in my direction. Do these people hate us? So you got to get over this whole boo-hoo, people are bad. I, you know, people talk to me about, oh, everybody's so terrible. And don't get me wrong, it sucks sometimes. It's hard. You know what I mean? It gets, it's a little depressing to realize how just generally shitty everybody is. You know what I mean? Everyone, everyone, Merry Christmas, Michael. What's your problem? Come on, guys. You know what I'm talking about. Everybody sucks. Right? Everybody does. You know, when you really start to think about it, some of you are going to turn this episode off. You're going to be like thinking about the people in your life. Think just think about the last year of your life. Have people generally treated you well or generally kind of poorly? And you might be torn. Well, I got some people like let's let's talk about numbers here. How often does let me ask you this? How often do people go out of their way to check in on you to ensure your happiness or to do something for you that they'll see no benefit from? Let me ask you that. 
How often does that happen? Like outside of your spouse or your parents. I hope some of you don't even have that. Some of you have those relationships and they're terrible. And I feel for you. So outside of those relationships, assuming they're good, how how many times? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's 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 my point. You're sitting there, you're scratching, you're like, oh, ah. Uh. So the lady at Kroger Mart gave me a coupon. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's not. You know, people just aren't good. You know what I mean? And to me, a good person is somebody that that lives altruistically gives to others and expects nothing in return. That's what I try to do with my life and I'm not always successful at it. But you got to stop whining about how other people suck and figure out how to how to use that. So again, I got to wrap this up soon, but being perceptive being perceptive is as simple as watching and listening. That's all it is. You got to get better at not wanting to talk as much and get better at just listening to people. You got to get better at picking up on body language and thinking critically about why people do what they do. When I say put yourself in somebody else's shoes, I don't mean it from a place of empathy. I mean it from a place of I need to understand. Help me to understand logically why this person... Because people say, and I even I've said this, that people are illogical creatures, that there's no rhyme or reason to what... There's always a reason. Always. Everybody lives in a... In a... Just an echo chamber of cause and effect. Everybody. And it's just sometimes it's so hard for us to understand why people would behave that they do... That people are actually very, very simple. People are very, very, very simple creatures. Why do people do what they do? They want something or they're hurt. <laughs> That's it. That's all. That's all there is to it. Well, they want something. They want sex. They want to be fed. They want money. They want something. Or they're hurt. And hurt people do weird shit. You don't even have to be the one that did the hurting. Just this person got touched when they were six years old. And this is why every time they get close to somebody in an interpersonal relationship, they lash out and blow the relationship to pieces. There's always a reason. There's always a reason. Oh, this girl... She got. She was dating this guy for seven years. Walked, came in home one day early from work, and she's he's banging her best friend. This is why she can't build relationships. This is why she doesn't. This is why she kind of sleeps around now. This is there's always a reason. People are not complicated. I don't know. Yeah, people are always like, oh, I'm so different, bro. My mind is just so... You know, women do that all the time. You'll never need, you'll never meet another one like me. <laughs> women are even simpler. Men are simple in obvious ways. Women are simple in, in more contorted ways. Men, it's like, ah, oh, dude, you know what I mean? He's just, he wants to have sex or eat or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Women are like, you just understand that, you know, emotions and being wanted and being held and valued, when you realize that that's at the core of every woman, regardless of what she says, women want to be valued and cherished, 
and they want to be protected. That's it. If a woman feels valued, cherished, and protected, she's at her happiest. You can, you can hypnotize the woman. You can hypnotize her. If you can get her to feel valued and cherished and protected, she's in a state of hypnosis. She'll do whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want. From getting you a cup of coffee to exploring new things in the bed. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, there's, <laughs> there's if you, again, valued and cherished and protected, she'll do whatever. She'll do whatever. And sometimes you make her feel valued and cherished with gifts. Sometimes it's with quality time. But the master knows how to tie it all together. You know, people say that there's, I think guys are very polarized in their love languages, meaning there's definitely some they resonate with and definitely some they don't. Women are more, there. it's more of like a, a spectrum, but everything's down on one side. You know what I mean? Women, I think, need all of the love languages, personally, I believe. Need all of the love, that's why I've, I've always, all my good friends have always been women. Because I, and it's so funny because how I often I talk about how women are destroying the world on the podcast. I haven't lost a single female friend because they know my heart. You know what I mean? But you, there's, you got to blend them all together. Now she might value quality time more than words of affirmation, but she wants both. Trust me, chief. She wants both. You just start spending all the time in the world with her and you don't tell her, dude, yeah, do this, bro. Spend all your time with her, but never say anything nice about her. See how far that gets you. <laughs> say nice things about her, but never go out of your way to buy her something special. See how far that gets you. Yeah. Buy her something special, but never touch her. See how far that gets you. Hmm. <laughs> Touch her, but don't do any acts of service. Don't ever clean the dishes. Don't ever take the garbage out. See how far that gets you. Yeah, see? So, ladies, when I said that you didn't need all five, you're probably, oh, no, definitely. I like these two, and I don't like these three. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Bullshit. You need all five. Trust me. You just don't know it until you get pissed about one of them. <laughs> it's like... Oh, I thought you said you didn't need extra service. Why are you hitting me with a broom for not sweeping? <laughs> you know what I mean? Some dude getting the shit kicked out of him by his big burly wife. <laughs> I put it serious. Seriously, you need you need all of them. You need every single one of them. You need for women. I need all five. And men, like I said, I think are more polarized. I think guys, you know, because me people will do stuff for me. It's like, for me, it's like gifts. Like somebody gets me a gift, I'm like, ah, oh, sweet. And I never think about it again. You know, I would rather, I would rather you tell me good things about myself or, or touch me to the level of appropriateness of our relationship. You know, I'm touch. I'm words of affirmation. I would say, dude, that's, I, I'm a little, I would say if I had to rank them, words of affirmation, touch, acts of service, quality time gifts. That's me, to a T. Very polarized. Because I could never get a gift from you, and as long as you touched me and told me I'm a good boy, told me I'm handsome and I'm a hard worker, gave me little head scratchies, you know what I mean? Dude, I'd be fine. I don't need a single gift from you ever. Ever. The gift is those things. You know, quality time, I cannot see somebody for a long time. 
and be totally... I mean, I'd prefer to see you, obviously. But it's, uh, you know, so anyways. You know, being perceptive is... Uh, <laughs> wind our way back to that. Being perceptive boils down to being observant. That's all. And the more observant you are, the more perceptive you'll be. But you got to be able to get out of your own head and stop thinking about what you want and start just watching other people. And the other thing is you can't come to judgments immediately about people. This is the hardest thing to learn. We receive a stimuli, we have a response. Person does X, we feel Y. You have to be able to control the time and space in between X and Y. I'm giving you such just gas this morning. You did some of you don't even realize it. I should start charging a thousand bucks an episode. You got to start chart. You got to <laughs> you got to start controlling the space between X and Y. Got what that person does, and then your response. Okay. We'll talk about this more later. I love you guys. Let's get it.